Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Pre-Teen Ministry. I hope you guys are doing spectacular, and I'm glad that you guys are listening today. Um, so, today, before we jump in, um, I want to give today's shout-out. It is not too late to register for the 456 Conference. All that content is going to be down below. Please check it out, um, because it is a pre-teen specific conference. There is not something I would rather shout out than um, a content made specifically for preteen leaders like you. So definitely check it out. It's going to be awesome. Um, so uh, other than that, let's dive in. Uh, for the next three weeks, I really want to talk about spurring on leadership fostering leadership in our team. Um, and so uh, that's going to look like three different things. The first is going to be fostering leadership in students. The next is going to be uh, leadership in volunteers. And then finally, leadership in our families. Um, and all three of these things are things that are uh, big on my goal list for the year. In fact, just last night, I had my first uh, meeting with my preteen leadership. I call them the PLT um, because I'm really smart like that. Um, not quite BLT, but, you know, preteens, lettuce, and tomato. Um, I'm surprised I didn't made that joke last night, honestly. Um, but uh, I really want to dive in uh, this, these next few weeks into, into what it looks like to create uh, and foster leadership. Because uh, the reality is if we want a ministry to grow, then we need good leaders in that ministry. Um, and uh, there's, I will always say there's three components to our ministry, right? We're not just preteen pastors, um, but we're volunteer pastors, we're preteen pastors, and we're parent and family pastors. So we have these three um, different, uh, you know, genres, <laughs> genres of people. We have these three different categories of, of people we're ministering to. Uh, and today I wanted to start out with the students. Like I said last night, I just had our first meeting and I'm super excited about what these kids are going to get to do. Um, I picked some of uh, uh, some of the best sixth graders that we have, some that have shown some of the most leadership potential, and I'm, I'm spurring them on to, to be leaders. Um, and this is just kind of the first step. As they grow up through the ministry, they're going to be encouraged more and more to be leaders. Um, and I think starting at the preteen age is perfect for these kids as they begin to take responsibility, um, to take leadership roles around their school. Uh, they're going to be class president or president of the clubs they're in. And it's really just an opportunity for them to um, own something in their life uh, because when a person owns and takes ownership of something, um, they buy in more. So not only do I want to foster leadership, but I want to foster their relationship with the church and ultimately, ultimately with Christ in all of this. Um, and so today uh, I've got uh, a few different things to really dive into um, on what it looks like to uh to help our students grow uh, into leaders. And this can be uh, an organized preteen leadership team like mine, uh, or it can be uh, something entirely different. But uh, let's jump in today and check out some of these ways that we can help our preteens grow. So uh, let's jump right in. Uh, and my first thing I would like to say is pick the right leaders, uh, especially when you're starting off. It is important to pick um, students that are actually ready to lead. Uh, and that's kind of one of the tricky things specifically with our preteen ministry um, is that we've got such a broad range of maturity, even in one single grade. Like I've got, 
you know, kids that are in sixth grade that I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're in ninth grade. And I've got kids in sixth grade that I'm like, you feel like you're in fourth grade, my dude. Like, we got to grow up a little bit. Um, and so I, I want to encourage you guys to pick the right leaders um, that, that are willing and able to be an example. Um, because if you start out with a leadership team of kids that aren't willing to take up the leadership, you're going to end up discouraged. Um, and, and they may end up taking a wrong sense of what leadership is in their life um, just because they're not at that stage where they're ready to take it. Um, so make sure that the, the kids you're picking are mature, that they've shown uh, examples. Uh, I, I think uh, one of my criteria uh, for a lot of my kids that I picked are if they have told one of their friends to pay attention and I've seen it in service, uh, I, I'm much more likely to pick you. If I see that you're going to uh, sit with your group of friends um, and if they're being allowed that you redirect them, then you've definitely got some leadership. Uh, and obviously there's more to that. Um, but but I, I made sure uh, to pick these kids. And it's not like I'm playing favoritism, right? I love all of these kids greatly. Um, but some of these kids are, are, are not ready for the leadership. And so I want to make sure that I'm picking kids that are ready to lead. Uh, and like I said, this is like a preteen specific thing. Like if, you know, if you're in, in high school ministry, like a 10th grader is going to be relatively uh, like a 10th grader, uh, but a sixth grader can be anywhere. And so picking kids that are ready is important. Um, we don't want to, uh, give them a, uh, you know, uh, a, a dose of leadership that, that goes to their head or that we don't want them to, um, think leadership is one thing when it's really another, uh, just because they're not ready for it. And so, uh, first thing I would say is definitely pick the right leaders. Make sure that you, uh, have got kids that are ready, uh, to lead, that are willing to sacrifice some of their time for the leadership, um, and uh, are, are, are really ready to grow in all of that. Um, so pick the right leaders uh, who are ready to lead and grow in your preteen ministry. Um, like I said, all of mine are sixth graders, um, and, and I may branch out. There's a few fifth graders like this year that I would pick. Um, this is one of my first years doing it, so I'm not really going to jump right into it, but uh, make sure that you've got the, the leaders who are ready to lead. Uh, number two, uh, when you've got this team ready to go, um, give them clear goals. Don't just say, hey, you're a leader and just kind of leave that there because what does it mean? They don't know. They have no idea what leadership means. Um, for them, they've got uh, a few different ideas. They're like the president of the United States, uh, my coach. Um, I don't think my parents count, so uh, my teachers maybe? Like that's kind of like the the concept of leadership they have in their head, um, and, and it's uh, I mean it's obviously they're just young, and so this this idea is very um, young in their head of what a leader is, and so give them clear goals on what it looks like to be a leader and what it looks like to win as a leader, um, and those two are very important. Um, so for example, uh, one of my roles is the high five team, uh, where my students uh, are helping welcome other kids into the uh, 456 room, into the, the ministry area that we have on like a Sunday or a Wednesday. 
Um, and, you know, I'm going to partner them with another adult as they welcome in kids. But um, so so I, I detail that very clearly. Your role as a high five team member is to one, welcome students into the ministry. Uh, but then on top of that, uh, I want you to start learning students names that you don't know so that when they come in, uh, you can say, oh, what's up, Timmy? Or, oh, what's up, Mikey? Or whatever. Um, and know their names. Uh, and then lastly, it's like be, wel- be welcoming uh, an inviting presence in there. Um, and so that's the clear goals. And then what is a win? A win is when a student comes in feeling welcomed, uh, feeling like they're a part of the four, five, six community and feeling like somebody knows and sees them. And so they have this clear description of what is my role and what is my goal. And so, uh, especially for preteens, but I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to repeat this for everybody. Um, when somebody can see the goal, they're able to do the right things to get to it, right? If I just gave them the three criteria, but know what is a win, uh, they didn't know what the win was, it'd be much harder for them to win because they, they don't know what they're aiming for. Um, they, they, they know kind of what they're supposed to do, but they don't know what it looks like when they do it well. Um, And so definitely give them clear goals. Um, And I have various uh, different roles and goals for all of the preteens. But uh, give them goals, give them clear uh, direction and clear uh, visible markers for a win. Uh, Number three, uh, don't forget the parents. Um, This one is important, especially for preteens. Like I said, uh, they're just uh, in a great uh, early stage uh, of leadership. And so parents are going to be an important ally in this, right? If you've got like a 11th grade or a uh, 12th grade senior leading in your high school uh, ministry, more more often than not, they're going to have a driver's license and a car and kind of have that independence to go where they need. Sixth graders not going to have that. Uh, they're going to be utterly reliant on their parent um, to show up, uh, to accomplish the goals that they've been set. And so every communication you give with the preteen should be also given with a student, or sorry, with the student's parents, um, so that they can share this goal. Uh, one of the things I do with my preteen leadership team is have them sign a kind of a contract, kind of a, this is the expectations for you guys. Um, and then below that, I have a contract for the parents. Like, hey, this is the expectations for you guys. And so um, I have them talk together as a family before they commit to this um, because I want the parents to know that I am just as much leaning on them as I'm leaning on their preteens, right? Um, and I think every parent knows this, but when they um, really understand and see that call, I think they're able to uh, kind of take it up uh, and, and understand their importance. Um, and so, you know, I, I will often be uh, communicating and relying on parents to um, effectively help their kids turn into leaders, right? Um, I'm going to get, you know, maybe two hours a week with these kids if they come on a Sunday and a Wednesday, whereas the parents are going to get so much more. And so um, I really encourage the parents um, to help foster this leadership in their kids as well. Number three, or number four, is uh, challenge them to greatness. Um, I want to challenge my preteens to greatness. Um, And what this means is that I want to put expectations on them that are equivalent to what they can actually do. Um, I remember being a preteen man, um, and I felt so undervalued sometimes. Uh, The way people treated me sometimes, I'm like, I can so do this. Um, And of course, 
Uh, some of that is preteen hubris, right? Some of that is our pride uh, as preteens when we get to that age where we're like, yeah, I can totally do this, and we can't. But some of it was very valid. Um, some of it was stuff I can do, and, and our, our preteens are not going to be able to do it to the quality that maybe an adult leader or we could do it. Of course not. They're like 12. Um, they, they won't be able to do it, but they can do it. Um, they can be a part of it. They can welcome kids in. Um, they can help run the tech. They can lead worship. They can do these things. And so I want you to challenge them to greatness. Um, challenge them just to step above um, their comfort zone too. Last night I challenged my kids. Um, I gave them all the roles that we have. And I said, I want you to go through and select the ones that you want to be a part of. And then I want you to select the one that you're nervous about. Um, and then, you know, give me two stars besides that one so I know that you're nervous about it. But I want you to select one you're nervous about because leadership is about growing outside of your comfort zone. And so challenge these preteens. These kids are capable of so much. Um, and so often they're told by their school or their parents or their coaches that they're unable to do something. And so to come to church and be given a responsibility and trusted um, will foster that growth and that desire to be a leader. So challenge them to greatness um, and, and give them that opportunity uh, and then trust them with it. Number five is trust them. Uh, it, it, it's, it's really hard, uh, once again, for a preteen because a lot of times they feel like they're not trusted, and a lot of times, reasonably so, preteens are sneaky little boogers sometimes, um, and they get themselves into trouble. Um, but a lot of times when we give them that trust, uh, when we kind of let go um, and let them run with it, uh, it really uh, it really makes a difference, right? If you're hovering over them or you've constantly got a leader breathing down their neck or you're constantly correcting these minute minor mistakes, um, you're going to start getting uh, resentment and leadership, uh, and we don't want to do that. We don't want kids to think that they're kind of under supervision or uh, kind of under this uh, being watched kind of mentality. We want to trust them and give them the opportunity. Now, that doesn't mean we're just going to let them kind of like f free free will do whatever they want in their position. Of course not. Uh, like I said, uh, most of my kids are going to have a leader with them, but um, not really to uh, correct them when they do wrong, but to just support them and, and help them grow in that area. And so trust them and let them do these big things because even if they fail, you and their parents are there to come alongside and say, hey, this happened. What can we do different next time and how can we grow? Because that is really what this is all about. Um, number six is encourage them. Uh, encourage them to uh, really... Uh, Take this seriously, one, uh, but also encourage them in their roles, right? Especially when they get started, they're going to be nervous, going to be uncertain. Um, but watch them closely so that when they do something good, you can praise them, right? Um, verbal praise goes a long ways is, is what my mother said, and that's, this is a lie. I just made it up. But it's a saying that I'm going to use now. Verbal praise goes a long ways. Oh, that's so good. Um, but but really, it does, especially in these preteen lives. Uh, so when you see uh, a kid welcoming students well, you 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 well you you just give them the biggest like verbal party you can, uh, and encourage them and hype them up. Uh, when I see a student. Uh, who's correcting his friends during a service, I will go to him after that service and be like, yo, 
thank you for leading uh, those students. Thank you for leading, even if it was uncomfortable. Um, and so encourage them. Hey, you did a really great job running that computer today. I didn't have to even ask you to flip the side because you were paying so much attention. You knew exactly when to turn them. Just things like that. Uh, and treats and rewards are great as well. Hey, we did great. We ran a successful event that you guys planned. Let's go get ice cream today, right? Just do things like that with them because that is fun and enjoyable. Um, and when a student realizes that what they're doing is great, um, and when they're encouraged to do that, then they're only going to want to do more. They're going to want to grow more and lead better. Um, so encourage them. Uh, and even if they are having a hard time, encourage them. Um, encourage them when they are struggling. Encouraging them when they're um, not doing well. Because um, we know just as well as they do that, that when we're down is when we need the most encouragement. So encourage these leaders to grow. Encourage them when they do well. And encourage them when they're struggling. Uh, number seven is hold them accountable. Um, one important thing that we're going to have to do as uh, leaders is is watch them because here's the reality is if I've got a kid welcoming students in and he hears a commotion at the gaga ball pit, he's going to naturally want to go in and do that. Um, and so we want to encourage them to um, to stick it out in their position. Another thing I told the leaders last night is that leadership is going to require some sacrifice. And so you may have to miss a few rounds of gaga ball as you welcome students in on Sunday, and that's just going to be it. Um, and so for my preteens, uh, they're not uh, going to be in their roles every week, right? I, I still want them to be part of the ministry. Uh, but like once a month, I want my preteens to welcome a kid in. Uh, to welcome students in or to uh, be a new here buddy and sit with a new student. And so that might require sitting away from friends or it might require missing the pre-service Gaga Ball games because you're giving high fives to students. Um, but hold them accountable to that, right? If we um, demonstrate that leadership is kind of flexible and that there's no um, accountability, uh, we're not going to be growing the preteens in the right direction. And so we want to hold them accountable and correct them, even if uh, for me it's hard because I'm like, they're just kids, but at the same time, we want to encourage them into leadership. And so um, hold them accountable um, and help them see the importance of uh, sticking through it, um, of doing what you said you've done. Um, and, and once again, reward uh, and encourage them uh, when they're doing these things well. And then last but not least, support them. Uh, and this uh, is something you can do with parents as well, um, is come alongside these kids and support them. Uh, support them as they grow in their leadership. Uh, have their parents support them at home um, and encourage them to be better leaders. Uh, but come alongside them and support these kids. Uh, when you see specific needs, grow those. Um, you know, look at the students and look at where they excel and then push them in that direction uh, because you are their champion. Um, you are championing these kids into leadership and they need your support uh, and their parents' support. Um, and so work with their parents. Like, hey, Mikey did great today. He was so awesome welcoming kids into four, five, six. Um, and so encourage the parents to uh, be a part of that support um, and grow these preteen leaders. So that is what I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this uh, just gives you some ideas and directions on how we can really grow our preteens um, to really help them reach that next level of leadership. So I hope you guys have a great day, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.